Bill, praise the Lord. Hey, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I tell you, I seek your all, your all, uh, your all's prayers. I tell you, I'm pretty nervous about this this morning. So, but I know with the Lord's in it and being uh, uh, filled with the Holy Ghost, the Lord have His way this morning. I tell you, I'm looking forward to what the Lord has in store for us. But ask you all if you just lift your hands and just pray for me this morning. The Lord have His way. Turn to the book of Haggai, uh, chapter 2. I think I'll give a little history on this, um, on how this came to me. Uh, uh, over the, really, it's been uh, quite a few, or a few years ago now, I decided I was going to read the Bible, and I was going to start at the very beginning, and I was going to read all the way to the very end. And I came across this book. Um, I believe it was almost two years ago, and just doing my normal reading, I'd read one chapter uh, a night, maybe three chapters a night, and I tell you, sometimes I, I failed and I didn't get to reading at all, so, but I remember reading this chapter, and it stuck out to me, and uh, a few days later on, I'd already moved on, was going on, uh, in, even into farther in the other books, and I I forgot, what was that chapter? And I'd kind of go back and went through, and, and I found it. And then I marked it, and I even, I was reading on my uh, tablet, and I took a picture of it, so I always knew exactly where it was. And then I've always went back to it, and uh, I uh, finished reading the Bible from beginning to the end, uh, I believe it was last March. But I've always went back to this chapter, or this book and this chapter, it's always stuck out with me. And... Uh, um, uh, it just, uh, I, I hope that I teach this morning on how this stuck out to me. Uh, I tell you, it's, I'm not greatest with words, and uh, just hopefully the Lord helps me this morning. But here in the book of Haggai in chapter 2, uh, we'll just start reading at verse 1 this morning. In the seventh month and the one and twentieth day of the month came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and to the residue of the people, saying, Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do ye see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord, and work. For I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you, fear ye not. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and 
I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Today we'll read here and a little history of it. This is... uh, Many of you probably know it. Uh, this is the, the prophet Haggai speaking to those that was in captivity uh, coming out of Babylon and, uh, and encourage them to rebuild the temple. Uh, if you go back uh, in the book of Ezra, chapter 1, verse 1, it reads, it says, Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, and he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God which is in Jerusalem. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold and with goods and with beasts, besides the freewill offering to the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the chiefs of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and the Levites with all them whose spirit God hath raised to go up to build the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem. We see here where Cyrus has made a proclamation for the rebuilding of the temple. And in Ezra chapter 3, I tell you, I'm I'm kind of going to break this up into two parts. I didn't mention that earlier. Uh, the first part is the history, the then. And the second part is the now. And you go to Ezra chapter 3 and verse 12. It said, But many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers, who were ancient men, and had seen the first house, when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, wept with a loud voice, and many shouted aloud for joy. Said that there was a remnant, a residue of the people. Uh, we go, you go back in the, the book of Haggai. It says there was just a residue left, and there was some the old timers, uh, and they had saw the temple in its glory days. And uh, here I went went through this captivity, and uh, and and now they're back. And they see it all in ruins, and these uh, these elders have got to see the starting of a foundation, a, a new beginning. Uh, where they experienced it in the past, but was looking forward to what it would be in the future. And uh, so they had started, the people had started building. And uh, in Ezra chapter 4, verse 1, it starts, those around them began the weakening. And it says, Now when the adversaries of Judah 
And Benjamin heard of the, that the children of the captivity built the temple unto the Lord God of Israel. Then they came to Zerubbabel and to the chief of the fathers and said unto them, Let us go with you, for we seek your God as you do. And we be sacrificed unto him since the days of Asar, Hadad, king of Assyria, which brought us up hither. But Zerubbabel and Joshua and the rest of the chief of the fathers of Israel said unto them, Ye have nothing to do with us to build an house unto our God, but we ourselves together will build unto the Lord God of Israel as King Cyrus the king of Persia hath commanded us. Then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building and hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus king of Persia even until the reign of Darius the king of Persia. Here they was, they was going good and they was working on building. They'd laid the foundation but here comes the people not liking what they're seeing and they weakened the hands of the people of Judah. I tell you, it sounds like, like the devil in the works right there. Uh, said he don't like what he sees. He don't like when we uh, do a work for the Lord. He don't like for things to be built up. And then um, Ezra, uh, cha that same chapter, chapter 4 and verse 11, they got a letter that uh, was sent to the king. It says, and this is the copy of the letter that they sent unto him, even unto Artaxerxes, the king, thy servant and men of good size are with us. We have kept a promise. Be it known unto the king that the Jews which came up from thee to us are come unto Jerusalem, building the rebellious and the bad city, and have set up the walls thereof and joined the foundation. Be it known now unto the king that if this city be builded and the walls set up again, then will they not take hold simply and custom, and so thou shalt damage the revenue of the king. Now because we have maintenance from the king's palace, and it was not meet for us to see the king's dishonor, therefore have we sent and certified the king, that search may be made in the book of the records of thy fathers, so shalt thou find in the book of the records, and know that this city is a rebellious city, and hurtful unto kings and, pro and provinces, and that they have moved the sedition from the same of old time, for which cause was this city destroyed. We certify the king that if this city is builded again and the walls thereof set up, by this means thou shalt have no portion on this side of the river. So they started making false accusations against this people, trying to get them to stop. And it makes me think of even uh, two and how here we got this uh, pandemic and they've had the, the, they wanted to shut down the churches and uh, they didn't want anything to go on any farther. Even our own governor said that the church wasn't essential. I tell you, they don't. The, this world does not like the church. They have a hatred, a hatred towards the church, and they don't want it to go on any farther. And uh, with this hindrance, with this weakening, in verse uh, uh, twenty-four of that same chapter, it says, "Then ceased the work of the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. So it ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. These people had was had gotten weak, and they let all this talk." And all these things, all these false accusations bring them down. And they stopped the work that they was commanded to do. It's at this time that the prophet Haggai and the prophet Zechariah prophesied to the Jews. And 
flipping back over to Haggai chapter 1. Sorry, just a little bit of flipping back and forth here. And in verse 3, we start hearing uh, about how the people was living at the time. The people had become uh, uh, selfish, and instead of working on the building, they began working on houses for themselves. And verse 3 says, Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you, you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house lie waste? I tell you, it's, it's time to be working on the building. It's time to be working on this temple. They saw that they were selfish in their ways. They, they, they was doing things for themselves when there was a work to be done uh, for the Lord. And uh, I, I tell you, uh, ask the Lord to help me here this morning. So that we go into uh, that in the, the first book there in Haggai, he's, he, the prophet Haggai is telling them, he said, look what you've done. He said, look, look, at, look, at, the build, look at the temple, how it lies waste. And said, and he's talking about how the hindrances came along, and um, how sin had came in and, and, and kept them from working. He said, but then the, the the second chapter, which is the focus of my teaching this morning, um, uh, the prophet Haggai says it's a time to be strong. He tells Zerubbabel to be strong. He tells Joshua to be strong. He tells the, the residue of the people to be strong. But then he says something else too. He says and work. He said, it is a time to be working. He says, the Lord is with you. He says, spirit remains as it has been promised out of the covenant of Egypt. He says, just a little while, there will be a shaking. He said, the desire of all nations shall come. He said, the latter house, he said, the new temple shall be filled with a greater glory than of the former house. So in this new house, and I'm just paraphrasing that, in this new house, he will give peace. I tell you, we need peace in this time. After those prophes- prophecies by the prophet Haggai and Zechariah, we're flipping back to Ezra, I'm sorry. Ezra chapter 6, and you don't have to turn with me. I know that's a lot of flipping. But in chapter 6, verse 14. They prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Ido, and they builded and finished it according to the command of the God of Israel, and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius, and they sacrificed the king of Persia. Finally, after the encouragement from the prophets, they began to build the temple and to finish it. I tell you, that was the history of then. But when I read this, and it's, like I said, it's been a few years ago. I couldn't help but think of the time now. Here, uh, uh, I'm just going to go back and read it. I know it's been kind of repeating, and I'm not trying to extend the time up here. He said, in Haggai chapter 2, verse 3, it says, Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do ye see it now? Is it not your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord, and work. For I am with you, saith the 
word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, for my spirit remaineth among you, fear ye not. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heaven and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. I tell you, when I read this, I couldn't help but think of the stories of old, uh, the stories of uh, our past revivals, uh, uh, the stories of uh, the past healings, uh, the past messages, uh, things, uh, the past saints, uh, um, the past pillars of the church. And I I just couldn't help but think of how we always hear about all these old stories. And look, man, they had it so good in that day. Oh, I wish it could be as that day. And I, 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 I tell you, I, I, look, I look for more of that, that, that glory, that first glory we had in that day. I, I, tell you, I look in the verse and it says that, um, but I see it as nothing. I do not see this church as nothing. I wanted to get that across. I know we've had wonderful revivals, and the Lord has moved so miraculously and wonderfully. I tell you, I, just looking at this past year, the tent revival, um, wonderful time in the tent revival with, a, with, with the pandemic going on like it was, how the Lord still moved so wonderfully. And even this past revival, hey, I'm partial to that revival because that's when the Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost. Said, But how he moved and helped so many people. And I'm so thankful for the moving of the Lord, but I don't want it to end with just that revival. And you go on down through there and compare it to today, it is a time to be strong. So we don't need to be weak in this time. Never have I seen such a time when the world has a hatred hatred towards the church. I tell you, the people are against us. Our neighbors are against us. Our friends are against us. Our own families are persecuting us. Our government is against us. Nations are against us. There has never been a time when there's been such a hatred towards the church. Men and women are lovers and pleasers of themselves. I, I tell you, I've never seen uh, 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 how people will, will want to please me, me, me. i got to please myself. I, you see families broken up, heart broken, uh, parents who, who don't want to have anything to do with their children. I tell you, it is a time to be strong. There's a... Divisions rising up in the church, and it's breaking the unity of the church. Hey, we don't need to be divided. Okay, we need to be unified. We need to be strong. Psalms uh, chapter eighteen, one through two, says, "I will love the, the love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust." my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I tell you, we get strength. We're strong through the Lord. Ephesians 6 and 10.
Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I tell you, that's where we have some strength against the devil. Being strong, being in his might, and putting on that whole armor of God. The devil's got tricks. He's got things to come against us. So, but when we got that whole armor, we're able to shield those fiery darts of the devil. strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. I tell you, we can be strong in the grace of Jesus. When we go back into the Haggai, it was, uh, it was talking about being strong, but it also says to work. And, and it's, now is a time to not be idle, just sitting around, sitting on our hands doing nothing. It said it is a time to be working. I tell you, the this just this past after this past revival, um, and I'm not trying to brag on myself by no means or anything, but I've been thinking on some things and thinking it, it ain't time to be sitting idle. Said so I, I have filled my life with so many things that took my time away from the Lord, and it is you you just look out here and you see the needs in this community, just in this community alone. It's not time to be idle. We go to Matthew chapter uh, 17. So then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this time goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. I tell you, it is time to work on our prayer life and our fasting. There is a lot of needs. Those that are becoming into the church, they need us to be praying and fasting. There needs to be that work in our life of praying. I tell you, we can't let the devil hinder us and, t- and taking that away. Like I was saying, there is a lot of things in this life, in this world, that will hinder us and take up our time and keep us from our prayer life and keep us from fasting. Right. We go to First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I tell you, we don't need to be movable. There's a, a lot of doctrines that come up, unsound doctrines, things that want to change the views in the church, change the, uh, the beliefs, change the word of God. We don't need to be movable. We need to be in the work of the Lord, and we know our labor will not be in vain. Tell you, if we just stick in and, and, and stand this out, I tell you, it won't be in vain. And I, uh, I tell you, that, uh, after a while, move on. So after a while, just a little while, we are going to see a shaking. 
Say, I'm looking forward, and it may have just started with this revival, but I'm looking forward to a great revival coming. Amen. A great shaking. A great shaking in this community. A great shaking in this nation, in this world. That you get a revival. The Lord's in a revival. He says, people are going to see what's going on. And they're going to come, want to come down here and see, see what, what's going on down there at Locust Grove. What's going on down there in that church. Hey, I'm looking forward to the outpouring that was spoken of by the prophet Joel and, and spoken in the book of Acts. So I'm looking forward to that. I want more of that. I, I'm looking forward to a shaking. I believe we have a great shaking coming and a great glory coming. So this, after all that, after the, the rebuilding, after working, after being strong, that's it. There's going to be... We, we, we've heard of those revivals of old time. He said, we got a revival coming. As good and great as those revivals were, as good as those stories were, as miraculous as some of those healings were, so we can have more healings. There's, there's greater works to be done. There's, a, there's needs, those that come in that give their life to the Lord with salvation. I tell you, there's, there's, there's a work to be done. There's, we need to be strong. But there's a, there, with that, there's a greater glory coming. And I like what he says, in this house, I will give peace. Amen. This world needs peace. Amen. It needs peace of mind. It needs peace in the spirit. Many people are going through this life fearful, broken, disturbed, heartbroken, broken homes, broken families. They're lost. They don't know what direction to go. I tell you, they, they, they try to find the answer. They'll find it in a medication. They'll find it in a, an alcohol. They'll find it in a drug. They'll find it in all the wrong places. But we need to be that light to this world and a place where they can have peace. The church needs to work and be strong and bring them through peace through the Lord. He said, if we are strong... If we stand up in this time and hour for holiness, if we do not give in to this modern day watered down, watered down religion, if we continue working, praying, fasting, reading and studying God's word, I believe we will see a greater glory. I tell you, I didn't have a long message by no means. I just want to end on the, in the book of Haggai, the chapter 2, verse 9. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. I am looking forward to that, that latter house glory. I'm looking forward to what the Lord has for us. But I know it is going to take a strength. It's going to take a church that is, is strong. Because we got times that are coming against us. Things to come that we don't even know about. How the devil's working against the church. And we cannot be a weak church. We need to be strong. And we need to be working. I tell you, I love the Lord. And I thank the Lord. I hope that helped, helped some of you. I know it was a short message. Um, and I, I just pray that the Lord had his way in it. And I, yeah, I hope it came out how I, I saw it when I was reading it. And I love the Lord. I'm looking forward to the greater glory to come.
I certainly enjoyed that this morning, didn't you? Amen. Brother Daniel, he sparked something in me. Amen. That's what I like. I love seeing uh, what the Lord does with people. I mean, all the years I've served the Lord, one of the favorite things that I like about being in the church is when somebody gets saved and you watch the Lord begin to work with them. I love that. Amen. The Lord, where you know it or not, the Lord knows what he's doing. Amen. A lot of men, they, they, they think they know how to do it better, but the Lord knows what he's doing. He's the one that set this great church up. Amen. He's the one that told the devil, he said, the gates of hell ain't going to prevail against this church. He knows what he's doing. Amen. But here, Brother Daniel, he sparked something in me. And, and here in the book of Haggai, it's uh, verse 6 there where he said, uh, starting there in verse 6, said, For thus saith the Lord of hosts. We all know who that is, don't we? Hallelujah. There's nobody bigger than him. Amen. Yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. There ain't no place he ain't going to shake. He covered it all. And when the Lord shakes something, you know it's been shook. That's right. You ever seen somebody shake somebody? Amen. And uh, it gets their attention. We had a brother here one night that was preaching for us, and he was going to use a brother that was on the front pew in a demonstration. When he grabbed his hand, he realized he was asleep. You know what he done? He started shaking him. Wake up. Amen. Brother, you're going to sleep on me, he said. <laughs> Praise God. When the Lord shakes things, amen, you'll know it. Could it be, amen, the Lord's shaking some things right now? Have you noticed how that even us going to a store is not a normal thing anymore? Used to. We didn't worry about Black Friday, amen. We'd crowd right in there amongst them. But now we stand back and say, wait a minute. We're not crowd in there. I get something I don't want. I'm telling you, the Lord's got a way of shaking things. That will get your attention. Amen. Uh, verse 7 said, and I will shake all nations. Not just America. He's going to shake them all. Amen. And the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. You know what he's saying? He said, I'm going to fill this house with precious things. I'm going to fill it up with precious things. Things to be desired. Things that you really want to get a hold of. Amen. I just can't wait to get there because I'm going to get something that I've really been desiring. Woo, glory to God. I just can't wait, amen, to see what's in that house because there's something there that I want. Precious things. Amen. Precious things. And the book of Job said it like this in chapter 3 in verse 16. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice. From Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth shall shake. But the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength 
of the children of Israel. Who is our hope today? Amen. Through the middle of the pandemic, who is our hope? Right. Come on. I ain't too awful sure, amen, about uh, the doctors and everything. Amen. They're giving that, 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 whatever that is, whatever you say it. Amen. But they, I heard them say yesterday when I was coming back, they, some of them had reactions to it. Amen. They, some of them, it ain't, it ain't going as smooth as they thought. Praise God. I'm telling you, when the Lord wants to get our attention, amen, he's trying to get our attention, amen, in this hour. Praise God. He's trying to wake some people up. And when we get woke up and we look around at this ladder. Telling you, brother, amen. When the Lord gets done, amen, and we see this latter house, it's going to be something to desire, it's going to be something to get a hold of. But through it all, I'm glad today, amen. He said, He's our hope. He's our hope. Praise God. He's the only one that we can count on today to help us through our troubles. And to give us exactly what we need. Ooh, oh, glory to God. He's never forgot us. Amen. We forgot him. Amen. This nation has forgot how good God has been to it. Amen. America's not great because we had all these great soldiers. Amen. But America is great because it was counted upon God. Amen. Praise God. We taught our children how to pray over their food. We taught our children how to recognize God. Amen. And I'm telling you this morning, amen, one woman, rise up, says she don't want children to pray in school. Praise God. I can remember, amen, being in the second grade, saying the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Anything that recognizes God, they don't want. But I'm telling you, when the Lord gets done shaking things, praise God, they realize they need the Creator. Hey, they, they realize they need the God of all hope this morning. Praise God. I'm telling you, that doctor looks at you and says there's no hope. The Lord says there is hope. There's hope for the hopeless this morning. He needs to be saved. He really does. Amen. But I, I, I feel like God's used him a little bit. Whether you like him or not. Amen. I've never seen a president, amen, that I know of in my lifetime that would let people come in and lay hands on him and pray over him in the Oval Office. Amen. And he don't care if the cameras are on or off. Oh, I'm telling you. I kind of believe, amen, that God's trying to shake some things. It's going to shake a lot harder before it gets over with. It's going to shake a lot harder than what it's shaking right now. Praise God, but you can feel it. You can feel it in the atmosphere. You know God's trying to get people's attention. You know God's trying to wake some people up in this hour. I've had gas 
customers come to me and say, man, I, I just... church here, hey amen, he said, I've never seen nothing like what we're doing right now, and he said, I don't know about you, but I'm scared, that's what he said, he said, I'm scared, I'll tell you what, it is a time to be scared, praise God, we, we got something we're trying to fight right now, we can't even see it. Just a man, a man that, that went over to uh, Wayne Baker's church. His wife played piano. He just died with COVID. Come home, got sick. They put him in the hospital after a day or two. He stayed in the hospital for just a day or so, and then he died. Amen. From complications to the COVID. Amen. Oh, I'm telling you, brother. Praise God. We need to wake up. We need to wake up and realize what's going on. Us up in this hour, amen. While we're so relaxed and we're so close, amen. At the same time, praise God, we need to be doing our very best for the Lord, amen. As the Lord is trying to wake us up, glory to God. I'm telling you, if that wasn't an eye opening revival we just had. Where did we ever get to where you didn't think that God could cause a revival in your time of life? Come on. Come on. Yeah. You know, it, it used to be a time when an evangelist would call you up and you didn't even know who they were. And they said, the Lord laid your church on my heart. I feel like coming. You know what them revivals would do? They'd go on two or three weeks. Glory to God. Praise God. Now, if we have it more than two nights, For you, God's getting ready to shake you up. Come on, Woo, God's getting ready to shake some things up here. Yeah, he Amen. Is. Before we realize that, Amen. He's our only hope. He's Woo. our only hope. Praise God. He's the only one we can count on. Brother Burkhart said, "When the enemy would come in, when it would get hot in the front lines, he said he'd look around, he'd see the boys getting down in the trenches praying. He said he didn't care how they prayed in the trench. Praise God." reverence them because they were praying. Amen. I'm telling you God is that way in this hour. He's going to shake things until we get on our knees and recognize him. Come on. Amen. Oh glory to God. Ain't you glad for the revival we had? Amen. We had a wonderful revival. Brother Daniel got the Holy Ghost. Somebody got saved and I don't know how many got testified about getting healed. That wasn't enough to come to church for. I don't know what it was. Hallelujah. I told him, I said, the first night we started, I said, you ain't going to come and hear your favorite evangelist. Amen. We're just going to follow the leading of the Lord. And oh, I'm telling you, praise God, the Lord knows what he's doing today. I tell you what, I'm going to open up. 
Amen. I'm telling you, praise God. There's some of them. God, these people, amen, that's afraid to go to church. That's right. They're trying to strike fear in their conscience. Yeah, just like that man down at the gate, I'm telling you, amen. And I told him, I said, the Lord's the only one we can count on. Amen, when it really gets down to it. The doctors can't do us no good when it really gets down to it. The Lord is the only one we can count on this morning. Yeah. Glory to God. You might have tried everything. Amen. But the Lord is the only one we can count on. You know what we need to do in this pandemic hour? Things shaking all around us. We need to find a place of security. You know what? In them uh, earthquakes, things really start shaking. And uh, really this world is saying like I said, What was that? What was that? It got everybody's attention because things started shaking. Glory to God. Oh, I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. That's what the Lord's doing. Amen. He's trying to wake us up. Praise God. Why he points to the precious things that he's putting in the house of the Lord. Deliverance is in the house. The Holy Ghost is in the house. Healings are in the house. Praise God. You can find salvation in the house. Oh, there's precious things he's putting in the house. I like that, Brother Daniel. Amen. That fired me up this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. As they, somebody come to piano this morning, I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to find that safe place. Yeah. Amen. Where when this shaking stuff keeps going, we won't be crushed. secure place, amen, where I can survive this shaking, hallelujah, as she sings this morning, why don't we come around this altar, and why don't we seek the face of God, there's been a lot of things shaking in, in 2020, how about let's find that secure place this morning, because I don't know what 2021 is going to be, amen, but I want to be in that secure place with the Lord this morning.
fire has a mountain and when the ones that I've counted on have let me down oh that's when I go gone in prayer he knows every care I couldn't make it without Jesus what would I When I'm hungry, He feeds me. When 
Lord, I just couldn't walk this road alone. When I'm hungry, He feeds me. And when I'm thirsty, He's my water. I couldn't make it without Jesus. What would I do? Somebody like to testify. Amen. That was good teaching this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Amen. Good testimony. Somebody else want to testify?
Yeah. God. Somebody else. That's right. Me and Sister Darla, we've talked so many times about if something would happen, you know, where would we go? Where would we meet at? Where, you know, if something right. happened and we couldn't talk to each other, where would we meet at? We always talked about mom and dad and going to our cousins, going here and there. But you know where we really need to go to? We need to learn to run to the Lord. Right. I, I tell you, if you ain't shook this morning, you better shake yourself. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, there's a great shaking and coming. Oh, Amen. hallelujah. I was thinking how he was saying that those things laid and they were in ruins. And you could see them. And you could see and we could think and we could, he, all those people's minds could dwell and think of how it used to be. I've heard so many stories of how that it used to be. But, brother, I want to tell you there's a shaking and coming for the church in the last oh, day. Oh, yeah. We had wake up. Amen. And realize. Oh, Amen. yeah. Watch the monsters and watch what's about to happen. I'm telling you, there's people that are more worried about what's going hallelujah. on in the world and things they can gather up. Things oh, hallelujah. On, what they can gain, what they can do, what they can do for popularity, what they can do for this one, what they can do for that one. I want to tell you why the house of God is laying in ruins. Oh, you yeah. shake yourself this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I tell you, Brother Jesse, I want to tell you something. When I got home Tuesday night, amen, I asked my wife, I said, how did service go? And she said, it went pretty good. She said, Brother Jesse preached, he preached outstanding, did a good job. Oh, and was bragging on him. And I'll tell you, Sister Keely, it smote my heart that I couldn't be here. Right. Amen. I hate not being in the house of the Lord. Amen. I thought, Brother oh, Jesse, hallelujah. you may not know this, but you've been helping us. Amen. I'm seeing people get in. Oh, amen, yeah. And, and move up. Amen. To the word of the Lord. Oh, 
this morning.
something against their brother or sister here this morning. I feel it. I ain't just saying that. I feel the confirmation in my heart. Lift your hands and praise him this morning. Oh, Lord, we love you today. We magnify your name, oh, God. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Praise God. Praise God. I'll tell you what, it's so easy, amen, to say, will you forgive me? Hallelujah. Or I'm sorry. Amen. It's really easy words to say, ain't it? Amen. You know, uh, uh, I, I'm the type of person, amen, that I believe our Savior has a forgiven heart. And uh, I've I kind of gotten talking to somebody one time about Judas, amen. And uh, Judas, that, that's how they, they want to get that once in grass, always in grass, religion. But uh, Judas, he's the one that made the mistake. I believe with all my heart they want to fall back and say, well, he was a devil from the beginning. Well, I've seen a lot of them that started out as a devil. Amen. But uh, they were Judas made his mistake when he realized he'd done wrong. He said, I portrayed the innocent blood. I portrayed that blood. I sold that blood. He couldn't forgive himself. And he went out and committed suicide. But I believe with all my heart, if he would have turned to the Lord and came to him and asked him to forgive him, I believe we'd be reading a whole different story about Judas Iscariot. Amen. I really do. Amen. Because Jesus didn't come, amen, to send us to hell. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. 
And he told you, if if you, your brother's got all against you, you know, forgive him. Amen. Forgive one another. Amen. That, that's just part of this good salvation plan. Amen. And I tell you, I, I can't stand up here and say people's never done me wrong. Amen. But I didn't hold a grudge. Amen. I've got a forgiving heart. Amen. And I want to keep that pure, that heart. Amen. Because... I don't know when my checkout time is. I don't know. You know, I kind of like to live as long as I could. Amen. But I don't know. I'm kind of at that age now where I don't know. I've heard people preaching that was close to my age and just dying after they got done preaching. I don't know when that checkout time is for me. None of us do. You don't got to be old. But there's one thing I can do. I can make sure that there's nothing in that heart. Clean. And how we get that done? Amen. We ask the Lord to help us. Amen. There's some things that we might have done or said that we can't fix. We got to leave that in the Lord's hands. But the thing we've got to do is make sure the heart is fixed. Man, I don't know. I'm just going to have another altar call this morning. And I want the whole church to gather in. Because you know what? We're one body. And when there's one ailing, we need to get it fixed. We don't we don't just say, well, I don't need this hand. Go ahead and cut it off. Amen. But I want the Lord to heal it. Amen. I want the Lord to take care of it. Amen. And this morning, as a body of the church, woo, the Lord has placed us all fitly together. Amen. And let's unite together in this altar, and let's do something that we ought to do from the beginning. Let's pray for one another. Hey, can't you just feel that good love starting to stir? I love you, and I want to pray for you. I want the Lord to help you, and I hope that's the same prayer you have for me. Amen. So why don't we just all do something out of the ordinary, and let's all just gather in this altar together, and let's pray for one another. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know what the Bible says about that? Let that brotherly love continue.
Hallelujah. What a joy it is to be in the Lord's house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God. I'm glad for the spirit that we have in this church. I'm glad for the love that we have for one another. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God, thank God. Praise God. Oh, I hope everybody's obeying the Lord this morning. <clears throat> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's just lift our hands one more time in reverence to the Lord. Oh, dear kind, gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we just give you the praise today. Asking you, Lord, to have your way. Lord, just let your will be accomplished in this service this morning. Oh, precious Lamb of God, Lord, we don't want to be in a hurry this morning. We just want your will to be done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. 